Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, Nina Boyd, Reno Gorman, and their producer, Mike. This is our 100th episode. Woo-woo! Oh, God, not that Oh, song. my God. Turn that shit off. <laughs> no. Nina okay. and I have a bad history. We're kind of we traumatized. PTSD. From this song. Yeah. Excuse me while I just leave the room for the rest of my life. Yeah. And 100 well. episodes of... <laughs> Producer Mike. Trying to fuck with us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he's just getting us back because we try to get on his nerves all the time. Every fucking With episode. all of our puns <laughs> and our segues and our, you know, not using the microphone correctly. Mostly me. You're not going to drag out this whole... No, we're not. Out. This is like a three-minute song. This is no one not, and a half minutes. Are we not doing this? No. Turn it down. At least turn it down. There you go. Classy. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, thank yeah, God. Yeah, so thanks to all of our listeners, all all both of them, for <laughs> sticking it in for the triple digit uh, episode. Yeah. Whoever thought we'd make it this far? I, I didn't. I mean, I kind of did. I didn't want but to. But also I was like, we might stop around 70 just kind of naturally, you know? That seems <laughs> like, like life most expectancy human- <laughs> of a podcast <laughs> right. is around 70. Exactly. But... I don't understand why we're still doing this. By the time we got to the 90s, I was like, we have to get to 100 at least. So are we done? Do I not have to do this again? Oh, we're not done. This is going to be a long episode. No, I meant like after this. No. No. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, in the the good gesture and good faith of puns, I would like to make it to 106 degrees of rumination. That's true. We We could have either stopped at six episodes or 106. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the options we had. Maybe 206. Who knows? Mm, There you go. I mean, mm. look, all we can say is we made it to 100. It's quite a milestone. And um, I think we have some really interesting articles, this mm. episode in particular. It's a good mix of what Reno and I are interested in. There's a lot of psychological stuff, brain stuff, but then like really sciencey, chemistry kind of and classic, yeah, elemental like, Danish kind of stuff. TV shows. Yeah, like, classic know, very... Danish. Let's visit Mike, that thought Danish. for a second. <laughs> Let's visit that thought for a second. There's a whole lot of shit that you two are interested in. Yeah, that's what I said. I didn't say yeah. the three of us. I said no. Reno and I. Yeah, and I actually, like, Mike, we do... It's been a hundred episodes of shit that I'm not interested we in. We have one that I think you're really going to like. It's the second article. Mike, have you submitted like maybe one article for us? <laughs> yeah, you can't And you skipped it. I'm oh, pretty sure we well, did, but, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that, was, that was, you know. <laughs> well, let's put forth a little bit more effort here, buddy. That's all I'm saying, right? Yeah, come on. Motherfucker, you lucky I read a science article. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, um, well, I know there's one that you're going to be interested in. And, you know, who knows? You might be interested in all of them. No. Keep an open mind. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like how you just, like, reflexively laughed at it. Keep an yeah. open mind. Yeah. No. Trump 2024. <laughs> All right, Nia, do you want to kick us off with this first one? I do. Take your time. I, well, so my my laptop, for some reason, who knows why, has been disconnecting itself from the internet just because <sighs> okay. it would like to. Brand new. I'll, I'll, I'll kick us off. Okay. So, I mean, I definitely know this one, but if you want to start so it out. Let yeah. me just preface. When, I, when I'm taking a shower, when I'm done, I... I hang the towel over the bar where like the curtains are so I can grab the towel right there without yeah. having to leave, dry off inside the mm-hmm. shower and tub before I pull the curtain because it Definitely. is a dry, cold, frigid blizzard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. No, it's like, like walking out into a tundra degree. by the yeah, time you get out of there. Yeah, 20 yeah. degree Covered in change. water. Yeah. 
Yeah. Can, there's some people that just like throw the curtains open and no. walk out. My roommate doesn't hang his towel over the the curtain rod. It's like on a hook on the other side of the bathroom. Oh no, so that's awful. It's awful. Every time yeah. after he's done going to the uh, using the shower, I come to the bathroom and there's just like puddles from the shower all the way to that little towel hook. I don't hook. understand. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I draw the line. Like, I don't want the towel hanging over like into my shower because I hate it when it gets like damp, damp and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but we have it within like I don't even have to stretch my whole arm out to reach it. <laughs> we just so. creep open the door a little bit and go. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. actually the best thing was when we got the shower we have now with the glass door instead of a curtain. Mm-hmm. So you're in the little cell and it's very yeah. warm and it's perfect. Yeah, I so, like showering but, in prison. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but this guy in this, this article, guy. which finally loaded. Yeah. Um, first of all, speaking of cold, frigid climates, um, I'd like to mention, <laughs> firstly, that he lives in Colorado. So let's take a moment to think of the weather there. Yeah. And uh, apparently he almost died from stepping out of a hot shower into a cold bathroom. He had a serious allergic reaction Too to nice. the cold temperature. <laughs> Yeah, he it's was, called shrinkage. He was. <laughs> it's so small. We all go through that. <laughs> Every so, dude's been through that. Like, that's the new. He's just having a I didn't panic know you attack. Could, I didn't know yeah. you could die from shrinkage. That's yeah, a that's little why worrisome. most bathrooms have the mirror, like, way far away from the shower. So you don't realize at first, you know, how bad it was. So he was 34. Okay. He collapsed after getting out of the shower. And his family found him. Like, I just want to mention, like, I don't, it doesn't say that he put a towel on or anything. So his family found him collapsed on the floor after getting out of the shower. That's not that big of a deal. You found me collapsed on the floor. I'm once. married to you. I'm talking about family. Like, we don't know if it was family, like his wife and kids, or like maybe he was at his parents' house or something. Like, I don't know. It just seems a little awkward. But yeah. It sounds like the beginning you. of a porno. I thought you would enjoy this article because it would take you back to the time when that happened to you. When I watched porn? No. When you also collapsed out of the oh. shower. Classic plot story yeah. woman walks into the bathroom finds some poor old chap passed out on the floor right uh, convulsing experiencing from the some shrinkage yeah. she thought she could help him oh, out exactly. au contraire yeah. i know the men perfect get, antidote yeah men get multiple <laughs> hard-ons no, when they're asleep so therefore while he's on the ground the shrinkage could have gone away he could have had a fully erect dick okay and she could have been like well this is convenient yeah let's hope for the story's sake that it was that case yeah pretty sure that's not where the story goes no i don't think that he could have experienced an erection during this um (laughs) anaphylactic shock that he had he was struggling to breathe his skin was covered in hives that's gotta be someone's kink though anaphylactic shock (laughs) look someone's an anaphylactic shock let me hump him Oh. Hives? Did you say hives? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, speaking my language, baby. <laughs> so the paramedics took him to the hospital, and when they arrived, his family told him that he had a history of being allergic to cold weather. So, of course, why not live in Colorado? Like oh, that makes perfect sense. How the fuck is someone allergic to cold weather? So here he. So, so that's it. Just like four months at least out no. of the year, you're just boned. Apparently, like. he was from Micronesia which has a tropical climate. And he moved to Colorado, uh, you know, sometime before this episode, but he started (laughs) experiencing the allergic shock after the move. So Hmm. severe climate difference, I guess. So in other words, he's a pussy. Yeah. Okay. And the treatment for that is epinephrine and oxygen. And the paramedics rushed into the emergency room. Yeah, that's all you need. You just need a shot of adrenaline to man up, you know. Dude's got an EpiPen all winter long. Actually... That's exactly what they prescribed to him. So they diagnosed ah. him. Um, so he's one of those dweebs. With an allergic reaction of the skin after exposure to cold temperatures, including um, air or water. So either one could set him off. Um, and uh, they say the most common symptom is hives, 
Um, but sometimes what he had, which was the difficulty breathing, the blood pressure plummeting, and anaphylactic shock. So um, they sent him on his way with an EpiPen to carry with him at all times, as long as he keeps living in Colorado, because that can't help. I would love to be his doctor. I would pull out my little prescription pad. And I'm like, I'm going to write your prescription right now. It's for quit being a fucking pussy and like hand it to him. Like, yeah. Go take that to Rite Aid. Yeah, basically, but he was also counseled right, to avoid like, I exposure I to cold. I can't fill out this prescription. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't fill. I don't fill prescriptions for pussies. Okay, but look, if if anyone listening to this is concerned that you might have this condition and maybe you just haven't been a cold enough place to know, you can perform a simple test. Um, it's called the ice cube test, and you put an ice cube on your skin for about five minutes. And if you develop a raised red bump on your skin where the ice cube was, then you have cold. Urticaria, which I might be saying wrong. Cold pussyitis. But that's the, <laughs> the <laughs> medical term for what this man experienced. It's not that common. Uh, one European study found that it could be about 0.05%. So that'd be like 5 in 10,000 people. That's so, not terribly rare. Nothing to sneeze at, I guess. If you put 10,000 people in the same room and only looked at five of them, you're not going to even see them in that crowd. That's true. Exactly. Well, like, maybe but, I mean, if they're I've never, collapsed on the floor. But I mean, out of 7 billion people, that's like several thousand people having this kind of allergic reaction. And I've never yeah. heard of anyone being allergic to coldness before. So Me neither. But I bet you there's plenty of people who experience this and they, they didn't really connect the dots about why, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to be like, oh, duh, it's the cold air. Or they're, air. Af- they're afraid of being ostracized and the stigma. Yeah, Mike, shaming them. <laughs> More people have died of COVID than have this. Uh-oh. Just saying. Said the magic I just word. did the I just did the. I just did Three, the math. Only 350,000 people worldwide. Mm. Approximately. Yeah. Approximately. You have cold, your, what was it, your curry? Cold, cold pussyitis. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Latin term. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're concerned, take out an ice cube and see what happens. Now, be careful. Uh, other than uh, possibly dying from leaving your shower like a dumbass anyways, like who fucking <laughs> leaves their shower like that anyways? This is a transitional period. I don't care. Like, you don't have to have cold pussyitis to know it sucks. Yeah. 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 Like, dry off. That's an instinct for most people. Apparently, something else that's uh, uh, seemingly harmless and maybe perhaps a little annoying, but yet lethal is... Black licorice. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Seemingly harmless. Have you tasted that stuff? <laughs> they, it's obvious that, that it's terrible. They just taste like harm. Yeah. <laughs> it just tastes like harm. <laughs> it just tastes like harm. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, you know, like you have those little toxic, like, symbols on hazmat and everything like yeah. that. Like, I imagine everything in those containers tasting like black licorice. Right. Or those symbols can <laughs> like, just be replaced with an image of black licorice. Yeah, no, that's your warning symbol. That's how you know. It's like, don't fuck with this. It looks, tastes mm-hmm. like black licorice. Don't touch it. Right. I remember the first black time ones. I had black licorice. I was like four or five years old. My dad had some, and he loves black licorice. Yeah. I don't know why. He's like the only person I know. There's probably just as many people who love black licorice <laughs> as experience the cold urticaria. Yeah. And the thing, yeah. but he also likes raisin pie, which I also don't understand. Oh, yeah, Wait, dude. That's it's, a thing? Nobody knows oh, yeah. what that is. He made it up. Oh, no, 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 no. So in the Boyd family, um, <laughs> my, dad's side, my dad's side of the family, um, they don't have taste buds. I don't know what the fuck happened with them. They're English. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like that's that, basically okay. the explanation. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, so they're English and they don't have taste buds. And they think things like making pies with raisins is a good fucking idea. 
Like it's just like weird raisins with raisin glaze. What's, what's it's the just best gro- thing to compare it to? Like you know pecan pie. Like, no, no, no. That, that, no, that's completely different. Like, no, have you ever how tasted? Do you, know? you don't know what raisin pie is. Do you know what a baked raisin <laughs> is like? It gets kind of no. rehydrated. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. It's so so, so it's yeah. just like an old shrivelly grape, it's like, and it's gross as it's as gross as you can no, be. Like, it's I'm just saying all, it's like pecan pie where there's layers, oh. you know, of the raisin or the pecan, yeah. and then there's like a flaky crust around it instead of like the glaze. Well, but mean, it's the like it's not. Dude, bro, it's no. gross. Yeah, it's no. gross yeah. as fuck. Like, I, did, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, the fuck are you eating, dude? Yeah, it looks gross, too. It oh, looks yeah, like a bunch a... of, like, chewed up cockroaches. They call it fly, it, like, it, it's like... nicknamed fly pie. Yeah. It looks like a bunch oh, of dead God. flies in a fucking But I think your mom, your mom made the, like, she renamed it Raisin Slice to make it yeah. sound classier. You know, and my mom does a really good job of creating this concoction for my dad, yeah. but it's still just gross. It's like, I look at it, I'm like, the fuck are you eating, dude? Yeah. Anyway, so, so he so likes this is black the man that also, also likes black licorice. So I'm con- I'm just convinced my dad doesn't really have taste buds. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's gross. Like, what I was your the- reaction when you ate it? Well, first it just was like this shock. I've I'd rather have been punched in the mouth or something. Like <laughs> you <it> was- were. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, it's so hard to describe black licorice. It's like it's bitter and uh, like acidic yeah it's the kind of taste that stays with you for like five years yeah you can't get rid of it you can't brush your teeth out you can't rinse your mouth you can't have anything stronger than it to get rid of the taste there's no cleaning the palate after licorice and then there's those crazy motherfuckers out there that drink like red bull and jaeger and jaeger is basically licorice in liquid form and i'm just like what are you doing dude this is so fucking gross yeah yeah Yeah. so oh yeah so vomit you think that's bad (laughs) all right so what's up so i lost my train of thought here okay so uh some dude in massachusetts uh who really loved black licorice dude ate way too much on a day-to-day basis and he his heart stopped and the doctors deduced that or inferred that it was because of the licorice yeah i believe it cause of death was licorice dang so here's the thing about the taste of licorice like it's kind of like its own warning yeah, because it, you <laughs> eat it and then to you, warn you. you get like six different tastes after you eat it. Like it has all these aftertastes. And none of them like go together. You know, it's like, yeah. None of them go together. It's like walking through the different circles of hell or something. Like it's just... I, know. I know, if I ever, if I do go to hell, which I probably will, my hell will be having to eat black licorice or some shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Dante's, uh, yeah. Dante's... level of hell. Yeah, yeah. Dante's Inferno. This <laughs> Jägermeister and black licorice everywhere. I'm just gonna be like, Whoa. oh god! But this guy ate a bag and a half every day for a few weeks. That's yeah. a lot. Well, I mean, there's just, every day. Yeah, you're just asking for it. But how do you even want well, to yeah, eat that's, that much of it? I mean, I'm pretty sure like the insanely high sugar intake had something to help no. out with this. It wasn't the sugar. It wasn't the sugar. So there's um, something called. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna put you I this. think it's like called glycerizic. Hum. I haven't heard of how hum. glyc. Glycerizic. Glycerizic. It's G-L-Y-C-Y-R-R-H-I-Z-I-C. This is a Bush song. A Bush song? Yeah, glycerin. Glycerizic Glycerizic acid. It is. Fucking nailed it. Now it makes sense. That song never makes sense. Now it's all coming together. Must be a skin. Love sinking in. Glycerizic acid. Okay. Yeah, so that acid. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, oh, man. that's the name of the episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a collection of consonants. 
All right. Anyways, uh, so yeah, this uh, acid is found in black licorice and in some other um, foods that uh, also contain licorice root extract, and mm-hmm. it's um, it increases your your blood pressure, and it also um, can really cause low levels of potassium and uh, other minerals um, and electrolytes. So, um, it, there it is. Great. Crank it. Wow. Oh, wow. That's a nice little slow intro there, isn't it? I love their description, too. At the end, they're like, it's more than licorice sticks. It could be jelly beans, licorice teas, a lot of things over the counter. Like, it's some drug that we're trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Belgian beers even um, have... <laughs> we're going to get sued if I keep playing all yeah. these songs. Yeah, don't don't tell Gavin, y'all. Right. <laughs> um, you, know, you know what's funny? Same chord progression just sped up. That's the machine head song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Mm-mm. I, I think so. I, no, I looked no, at no, the tab. No, no, no. It's the same, same no, chords. Okay, so glycerin is, part of it. Glycerin's F, G, or F, C, D, B flat. That's glycerin. Uh-huh. Machine head is C sharp, A. Oh. C sharp, A. Yeah, it's in, yeah, C sharp. Part of it, I think, still has the same chord. Maybe, maybe, maybe. No. I, anyways. Nope. nope. Anyways, back to our story here. Um, the <laughs> what, Why did we do that? I don't know. Why did I I'm surprised you, you know, like, wait, no, actually, glycerin's played this way, machine's played that way. Oh, cool that one of us was actually in high school when all this shit came out, I just yeah. want to say. You guys yeah. are about the same age. Yeah, yeah you're like You were in high school in 94? No, you weren't. I'm older than you by quite a bit, and I skipped a grade. Fuck off. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, well, fine. Go back to, maybe it was in seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to junior high school. I was still rocking that album in yeah. high school. Though. It was mm-hmm. good. It was a really good album. Still good. Um, so apparently the FDA has um, a permitted level for this. It's 3.1% uh, of food content can have acid. <laughs> um, but many candles and other licorice products don't reveal how much is contained. Mm. Um, Twizzlers was contacted and, and they said, fuck off. Our food is safe. It complies right. with the FDA. Everything should be enjoyed in moderation. Food in quotation marks. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with Twizzler on that one. <laughs> yeah. This motherfucker eating like a bag and a half well, a day. Well, he was also 54. Yeah. So it's not like he was like 20. So he was eating a bag and a half a day for days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know what? I mean, if you eat a bag and a half of any kind of high sugar fucking calorie... And we don't know... Candy, like, every fucking day, you're probably going to have health problems. Yeah, but we also don't know what other health problems he had. Like, maybe he got out of the shower too fast and didn't dry off, and then this compounded it. Could you imagine you just get out of the shower too fast? You're having your fucking... Your fucking cold pussyitis, and then he grabs some fucking black <laughs> he licorice. He reached for his licorice instead of his towel, and look what happened. Right, yeah. Look at what happened. Now he's dead. Gross black teeth. Oh, God. He's just sitting there convulsing, and it's just like nasty licorice just drooling out uh, of his mouth. Nobody wants to do CPR because it smells like licorice. And he has shrinkage. Right. We just lost all of our listeners that enjoy licorice in the cold weather, small balls. What, all two of these people that like black licorice? I don't give a shit. Yeah. The dude did uh, really like red licorice, and he had switched just a few weeks or a couple months earlier to black licorice. So, it, mm. you know, it was just a shock to the system. You can't go from, like, the red licorice isn't licorice. It's just, no, it's not it's licorice. just a bunch of, like, yeah. sugar and red flavor. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is it? Yeah, it's red vaguely cherry. Yeah. Red dye, the yeah. bad one. Yeah, yeah, the red 40 or whatever. Yeah, that's the true. Red. I guess it's supposed to be cherry. Yeah. 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 Those are called red vines. Those aren't licorice. Ooh, red vines are good sometimes, but only, like, at the movies. But you, you know popcorn what? Popcorn. You know what's yep. fucking crazy? I don't know who the fuck does this. I guess Twizzler. 
They make packs where it's like little pieces of both in the same pack. Yeah. It's like, bro, what Horrible. you doing over there? Because Wait, what, you've really? contaminated. Yeah. yeah, they're like this little, like, they're like little pellet chunks. size kind of like bow tie shaped oh, things. God. And they put the black ones in with the red ones. It's like, yeah. bruh. You've ruined the whole, you've ruined the whole grocery aisle where those things are, you know? Like, <laughs> it's like, why would you or ruin it? counter, yeah. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. Hazardous waste. It's it's too bad this guy didn't survive to uh, have his teeth cleaned by our next uh, <laughs> story character, an Alaskan oh dentist. Is he named or is he remain? Oh, he's unnamed. named. Oh, Don't he's, worry. He's got he, a name. He's got a name. He he went into. He's in the system. Okay. Okay. His name is Seth Lookhart. Yeah. Right. Um, Likely name. He's an Alaskan dentist. Uh. Was an Alaskan dentist? No, no, he he is one. I mean, he according to look according to him, I'm sure he's still a <laughs> legally practicing dentist. But he was not supposed to be practicing dentistry at the time, and definitely not on a hoverboard, which is what happened. Wait, yeah, that's like, right. Like one of those dorky things you correctly. saw at the mall. Yeah, yep. with the huge, heavy-looking wheels, like wheelies for people who have too much money to burn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you go to the, the <laughs> that's all that shit <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly. Like you, like you see those fucking kids with their wheelie shoes, and then you Wait, see the these... wheelie heelies. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like the, that uh, would have been something. Well, I get, I can that. get a kid like he wants to roll around in his tennis yeah. shoes, whatever. But these like grown ass people with their fucking hoverboards, like <laughs> no, it's like yeah. dude, grow up. No, he's definitely a grown ass person, and he has this hoverboard, and he had it in his dental office. He's a grown ass man. Yeah, with a patient in the chair who was under like local anesthetic, whatever. And uh, he pulled her tooth while riding a hoverboard. So wait, did he like like grab he a was, hold and just hit full reverse? Was, like what did he do? No, I mean like those things don't go fast. But like he was. Yeah, they sti- do. They're fucked up. Not man. that. Not fast enough to pull a tooth. They, they don't like, got a lot of torque. You can't like yeah. yeah you can't go zero so to what tooth he, pulling. And so what? He just cruises in the office. He's all like yep. back and forth. If you watch the job. video, yeah. If you watch the video, he's on the hoverboard. He pulls the tooth. And then he, he gives the tooth to the assistant to put in the, the tray of whatever they keep their old teeth in. And then he proceeds to ride the hoverboard down the hallway. And then he lifts his arms in a sort of victorious gesture. He videoed the whole thing. He clearly did this. So I guess for my question internet is internet fame. Oh, okay. So he narked himself out. Yeah, yeah. That's what you get when you're a big show off, you know? But I Who think, reported him, though, I guess? That's the thing. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I feel like the patient probably reported him. Maybe his dental what if the, assistant. No, not if the patient was in on it. Well, I don't know if the patient was. I mean, also. No, you're pretty much awake when you get a tooth pulled. Like, you're totally... No, sometimes they put you under. Yeah, sometimes they do, depending um, on what kind of extraction I, I got put under for my wisdom teeth removal. Yeah, it might have been one of those. I don't know. It doesn't... Well, I mean, that that's before they came out, right? <laughs> like, they were still, like, in the jawline, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if the, if the teeth are already out, they pretty much keep you awake. <laughs> Could you imagine just being awake, but just kind of a little woozy, and all of a sudden in your field of vision, this dentist comes like hovering <laughs> in, like, <laughs> yanks it out, and is like, all right, deuces, and then <laughs> leaves and hovers out. What's going on? Who is that? Um, so he, he extracted her tooth in July of 2016, and then he had his license uh, suspended by 2017 because of this, but he texted the video to like eight people, and he joked via text that it was a new standard of care. So I feel like 
And this is after his dentistry license or whatever was revoked. No, no, I, it was no? revoked because of this. Oh, so okay. he, he pulled the tooth in 2016 and then he had the license suspended the following year. But the judge also ordered him not to practice medicine during a 10-year probation once he's released from prison. So they straight they up... They put him in prison for yeah, this? Yeah. I think, I mean... That is first okay, of all, it's, hold up. first of all, it's Alaska, so we don't know how different things are over there <laughs> no. in terms of what they're willing to put up with. I mean, like hoverboard riding dentist, that sounds very California. That's probably pretty demonic to a lot of Alaskans. That's right. just hold up. She, I feel like it mm. really makes a difference whether the patient was aware of it happening or not. Also, he probably got in trouble for like recording her without her consent. If well, that is what that's happened. the thing. If he got her to sign a waiver saying she was cool with this, I don't think he did. Then it doesn't get into be a pro- that. That's, it's it's that, in the terms of agreement. You <laughs> sign right. an initial. T- I bet okay. you if we do a little bit more deep digging, that's what he really got in trouble for. Yeah, it's not, probably. Yeah, it's not having her sign a waiver saying she was A-OK yeah. with her procedure being done like that. That's what I'm saying. And B, you're OK to video me while I'm put under. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That's so probably what he went to prison for. Guess how many for. years he was sentenced to? 10, you said. Oh, I think it's 12. <laughs> Okay, never mind. Well, um, no, it's 10 years probation. Yeah, 10 years I, probation. It was a different um, sentence. How many years mm-hmm. do you think he got? Well, I'm going to say 12 now because you said that. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> it's like magic. What are you trying to do here? Okay. I, I, what do you tell me the answer? All right, never mind. It takes anyway, the fun out of it. Okay, anyway, he uh, got busted. I, I love um, Judge Michael Wolverton's, <laughs> and that's a great name, Judge Wolverton right. of Alaska. That's like Judge Wolverine. Anyways, mm-hmm. I, lo- I love this quote from him. In reviewing this all this over and over again, I have this visceral response. You damn near killed some people. <laughs> Did he, though? I don't I mean, know. that's I mean, what Judge Wolverton said. When you watch the video, it looks like he pulled the tooth okay. Like, he wasn't, yeah. like, being all crazy. It's just he happened to be standing on this thing instead of the ground. Yeah, and now 2016 and 15, that was when hoverboards are really a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't sell one of those for more than, like, 50 bucks now. I don't know. It's really, I don't know. Apparently, people were upset. I really think it's because he recorded her yeah. without asking. That's got to And be then it. bragged about it to his friends. Be like, oh, look what I did, you guys. <clears throat> like, like, maybe if he did. had, like, blurred out her face or something in the video, he probably wouldn't have it been in trouble. It doesn't look like he did, yeah. Yeah, so that's the problem. So, yeah. anyway, you guys can so, see that video. If you lesson learned to all you dentists out there. At least blur out the faces, for right. fuck's sake. If you're going to hoverboard, get consent for video even so i still think 12 years is too long for this like this is not like some heinous crime and it's the last this is just like douchebaggery that's all it is yeah well but think about it would you (laughs) six months for douchebaggery 10 years probation yeah Yeah. i could yeah like that was that (laughs) would be more sense like Like, six months for douchebaggery maybe a year probation for douchebaggery that's fine but like maybe we should put douchebaggery down as like a misdemeanor offense probably because think about how you would feel if you were under a medical provider's care and then you wake up and you find that this like fucking asshole has filmed himself doing a jackass type stunt put you in the video and talk to his friends about how cool of a dentist he is because he can hoverboard and pull teeth at the same time well, here's he, a, I'd be annoyed if he was that cool he should have done like a little 360 spin on yeah, his way out yeah. or right. uh, not just going a like... straight line like a fucking loser so I guess <laughs> I don't know I mean I, I, that's it's a difference I'm just old it's just like I would just go back to that office and wallop him in the face like that's what I would have done that's how we do it well, in Alaska. Well, she was, yeah, she was you know, an old lady. She's not going to punch Then I would have had face. my kid do it. Like, that's the thing. It's her just kids like, are probably all dead, and she's all alone, and now she's got this hoverboard riding dentist pulling her teeth out. Why would her kids be all dead? I don't know. Because Who knows? This isn't like 1600 where Look, you had Alaska. nine kids it's and two hard, of them lived. It's a hard life out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. 
Enough of speculating what Alaskan life is like. Yeah. yeah I would have. Yeah, Save that I, for another time. I mean, don't get me wrong. This guy definitely earned a fucking punch in the face. Yeah. Well, that's Alaska's punch in the face. 12 years in prison, 10 uh, yeah, years I think Yeah, I think the 12 years in prison is a little... Sounds harsh. There might have been something yeah. else going on there. Had to have been because he fucking filmed while she was under. We don't know what else he did on that video. We just know about the tooth pull, so who knows? Well, it's not on the video, so it's what happened when the video was on. Yeah, exactly. It's probably what happened. I got in trouble for that. Did he bang her while he was on his hoverboard, just rocking back and forth on the thing? That's so awkward. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Anyway. So, someone else thinks uh, people deserve a nice uh, thumping in the face. France is kind of pissed. Uh, it recently <laughs> Who declared. Cares? It's France. <laughs> They're always offended about something. France yeah. has nukes, okay? And also, they're going to start working on bionic super soldiers, quote, because... Everyone else is doing it. Oh, that's a good reason. Well, oh. Oh, yeah, but a France super soldier is just like a regular soldier everywhere else. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> um, Fuck so you, France. I don't care. If this is your first episode of Six Degrees of Rumination, let's fill you in on a reoccurring theme. Um, there's there's going to be super soldiers. There's going to be cybernetic humans, just like in Terminator. Mm. And France has basically just confirmed this. Because everyone else is doing it. Yeah. We've got to keep up. Probably China. Probably America. Mm -hmm. Russia. They're probably all working on um, cybernetically, biologically, genetically enhanced superhumans that maybe have, say, supervision or could maybe run faster, be stronger, or... (laughs) Tie up Nike shoes faster. Yeah, right. Uh, maybe Shots soldiers, fired. Maybe <laughs> soldiers that uh, don't need to sleep as much. They can go on 48-hour missions without sleep or with little food. Or maybe they're better at shooting. Or maybe they have guns fucking grown into their arms or something like that. Hmm. Who knows? It's, probably, it's all top secret. But uh, yeah, countries like the U.S., Russia, and China, according to this uh, article, are have already been working on it um, illegally, probably. I don't think it's necessarily legal or... Fr- or uh, agreed upon by the UN or any other nations that that's okay. But you know, that's, that's the military for you. They just go off and do it anyways. Yeah. So there's at least a few countries out there that are making superhumans just to be fucking war machines. Who knows where that will be in 20 years time. You ever play Wolfenstein? <laughs> Man, that's, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Yep. So welcome back. <laughs> So and everyone calls everyone a Nazi these days, but we're all following in their fucking footsteps. I know we're all trying to make like badass yeah. militaries and Awful. genetic altering of things. And yeah. um, all right, so I think we're done with that subject, then, aren't we? <laughs> uh, moving on, we're going to talk about the brain here for a little bit. Uh, like a super soldier brain? No, just like just regular a, humans' brains. Yeah. Well, that's fucking boring. Well, it doesn't yeah. have to be boring. It doesn't have to be boring. It can be all educational. Right. There's oh, the kind boring. of age-old question. It's been going on for millennia. Are, are women's brains different from men's brains? Hmm. And the answer is... You're going to let us guess? Yeah, kind of, sort of, maybe no, yes. Oh, that's just what I was thinking. Exactly. Like all scientific conclusions. Who it's, really knows? It's what a woman's brain would think. Huh? <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, so... There are lots of different uh, parts of the brain, like the parietal lobe and the prefrontal cortex and yada, yada, yada. In a nutshell, all these different studies over the years have shown that there are some differences in the sizes of these different uh, 
pieces of the brain, like the hypothalamus is notably different in size between women and men. Uh, the corpus callosum, which is the part that connects the left and right hemispheres, tends to be larger in females. So that might lead one to say, well, yes, there's obviously a difference between men and women's brains. So clearly men are smarter. But no. No, 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 no. no. Women are smarter. That's what it is. It's just not that simple. <laughs> if you were to just randomly crack open someone's brain and be like, oh, I can tell by looking at the corpus callosum and prefrontal cortex, I could deduce if that's a male or female brain. You'd probably be wrong. You'd probably be wrong uh, about half the time or more. So, well, yeah. So, are there some differences? Yes, there are some differences, but it's so mixed and varied. Um, your height would make give you more difference in your brain structure than whether or not you're a male or female. Mm. So, there's lots of different um, variables. There's genetics. Um, there's hormones, obviously men and women have different levels of hormones and that can affect, um, how the brain works and everything. But, uh, overall it's just kind of a mixed bag. So if you were just looking at a brain, say like on a, a CT scan or something like that, you're not going to be able to really, uh, tell if it's male or female. Okay. So men's and women's brains might not be that different from each other enough to predict which brain is which if you're looking at it, but... Each of us has a distinct brain signature, apparently. So people are thinking that it could be used to predict all kinds of things. Um, but basically, neuroscientists used to think that brain activity was pretty much the same from one person to another. But more recently, in Yale University, they found out that your brain activity is different from anyone else's, almost as different as your thumbprint. And... Um, they can they can view it when your brain is at rest like if you're just having an fmri and they do a brain scan on you and you're just relaxing whatever they can look at your brain waves and still see that unique signature in you and use that to predict how you will perform and react to different activities including like a career things like that so that's pretty interesting yeah so it sounds like and i just kind of thumbed through this article a little bit quicker than nina but it sounds like they were analyzing uh, the the. Uh, well, we know his brain waves are working, <laughs> right? The, 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 uh, the electrical chemical signals being sent around the brain when they're in a, a resting state. Yeah, yeah. And there's just distinct uh, uh, patterns going on, and from that they could infer what your brain signature would look like when you're doing active stuff, mm -hmm. which is kind of freaky that they can just take a, a, a video so to say, or like a picture or a snapshot of, of your brain when you're just at rest when you're not doing things mm -hmm. and then from that they said that they they're pretty confident how well they'd be able to predict what your brain would be acting like when you're doing other kinds of you know complex more demanding activities yeah and it is cool because they they were saying they can use it to predict like like Reno said, how you would be when you're not in a restful state, but also like how you would be at a job or things like that, maybe in a social situation. But the other thing they can apply it to is um, take coma patients and look at their resting brain waves and, and maybe like use this, I don't know, pattern and technology in reverse and try to figure out how to bring them out of those states or what the best treatment for them can be based on their unique brain signature. Um, they also were applying it to... Um, patients with schizophrenia and things like that. Like anyone whose who's brain, I don't know, is maybe 
out of the norm. Not you know? calibrated. <laughs> yeah, right, right. They can be like, okay, let's let's try to use this this brain signature thing to figure out how to help this specific person in their own specific way for their own specific brain. So. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. Like we've talked about the transcranial magnetic stimulation yeah, stuff where they yeah. use powerful magnets to create you know, electrical activity in specific regions of the brain, if they know how your brain should be or would mm-hmm. be behaving in certain circumstances and it's not, they could maybe use that or some other kind of techniques to coax the brain to start functioning that way. So that's, know, that's really kind of interesting, fascinating uh, developments and how they might therapeutically use this to, yeah, bring people out of vegetative states or treat schizophrenia maybe like depression and Mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah all those things are kind of mentioned here and i wonder i mean brain scans it's not like a cheap technology but maybe we'll get to the point one day in the far future where it's like something that everyone gets done so that they Mm -hmm. have their like uh, baseline brain scan Mm -hmm. as part of their medical file before you know they get sick or whatever and then we can look at that data the same way that you do a blood panel on someone who's healthy and then later you're like oh these levels are different and of course, it could be like 1984 kind of application or, or wartime yeah. kind of application where they can, you know, read your brain, maybe even without your consent and be like, oh, nope, you're you're not fit for this job or you're mm-hmm. not fit for this society. So you're going to be Gattaca shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a good movie, too. Yeah, that was a good one. Very underrated. I know we talk about Terminator a lot, but Gattaca is really good. Gattaca is good. Apparently, I need to watch the Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, that's not quite in the same category. but <laughs> Seems yeah. like they're neck and neck. <laughs> uh, I didn't really get much of a chance to look at the next article. Ooh, so maybe, Nina, you could transition to this yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we love to talk about brains um, on this podcast as... You guys know, or maybe Speak, you're just learning. Oh, now you Speaking of brains, I yeah. want to interject here. Has anyone been watching the new Animaniacs reboot? No. Uh, is it good? I've I know you love to watch that show. It. Yeah. It, it was actually good. I watched the first episode, and it's it's not like pandering to like eight-year-olds. It's pandering to the eight-year-olds of the 90s. It's pa- it's like... Pandering for, to our age. Uh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like cartoons like for us. And like yeah. they had a Pinky in the Brain episode in the first one, and it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Too. I mean, kids these days aren't going to know who the fucking Animaniacs are yeah. anyway. No, right? they're not going to. They're not yeah. the audience. Obviously, they're not the target audience. You know, that's the thing. It's just like take like like Looney Tunes. Like that's fallen off. Like yeah. what what ten year olds running around with a Bugs Bunny hat these days like they used to. I mean, most kids don't even know who the Tasmanian Devil is anymore. Exactly. No, or what a hat is. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kids these days i don't even know what i have well i mean no it's just that they have whatever their version is now yeah. like i don't know like i don't know what the new version of i feel like rick is. and morty was popular but also that's for not adults. a kid's show yeah, yeah i don't I'm know talking what about, kids show there yeah, is i don't know what the kid thing is these days like i'm obviously out of touch the with last thing i remember is dragon ball z yeah so that's yeah that's always it. been huge though yeah yeah like what's the thing for 10 year olds like i'm i wouldn't know spongebob squarepants no that, that's, that's still old. for older people yeah they pokemon no, that's Although been that's, around since that's like been 99. Around, yeah. That's like Dragon Ball. It's like one of those things that's going to be timeless, what's right? What's the new thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't that's know. so, but like, what's the, what's like Cobra Kai? Yeah. That's not no. for kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, you keep naming, naming all these things for adults. Fuller well, House. Oh, God. No. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. It's where there's like almost like, a, like there's a, like an entire industry of just hitting nostalgic. Mm-hmm. reboots it is yeah, yeah. It's, obviously it's, it's working weird. i mean we're all talking about it we've all seen all those things 
I've well, never watched no of them. Fuller House. No, I, I'll draw the line there. We but. we tried one episode just because we were sure, yeah, like sure curiosity, like how bad could it be? It, oh, oh, god, worse than I thought it. Could Where's be. Aunt Becky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no shit huh? she lucked out and went to prison yeah. basically <laughs> no but yeah like that's the thing is like we're i don't know if we're out of touch or they just aren't marketing bullshit to 10 year olds i think they are because yeah. you and i also don't have like network or cable tv we just have streaming stuff so we don't even know we don't see commercials for whatever it would be like well you know? my nephew's 14 and he's all about like minecraft fortnite he doesn't like, watch I guess, a lot of tv yeah i don't know yeah i guess like fortnite and video games are what mickey mouse was to us or whatever what like animaniacs was to us yeah so who knows what it is but yeah yeah i mean i need to spend more time with 10 year olds maybe we could unconsciously predict complex <laughs> patterns and, yeah that? <laughs> thanks for creeping over my segue mike producer mike you're welcome so anyways you were saying Nina. yeah i was saying thank you reno maybe if we could just unconsciously predict complex patterns we could figure out you know what shows they're marketing to 10 year olds or we could use that ability to believe in god that's right what does God have to do with this? Oh, God has something to do with everything, Michael. Not me, but what's up? Yeah. <laughs> so Georgetown University did this study where um, they figured out that individuals who use implicit learning patterns, which is just unconscious learning, like you recognize a pattern subconsciously, but you, you don't know that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. They're more likely to believe in God, um, even if they don't come from a religious household. So because the thinking is like, if they can do that, then they also can sort of accept that there's a higher power who's up there, you know, making the pattern work correctly, things like that. Their brain is more open to that kind of religious, I don't know, magical thinking. They did the study with uh, a group in the U.S. and a group in Afghanistan. So they, they did it with Christians and Muslims, um, and they still found the same results, which I think is pretty interesting. So... The crazy thing is, I don't know if you could determine whether you are an individual that does this kind of learning. Me? Because, no, not you, no. but like anyone, because it's supposed to be unconscious. So, But the way that they tested it is they had, these, um, they had a bunch of participants watch a sequence of dots appear and disappear on a computer screen. And then the participants would press a button for each dot. And the dots moved really quickly. But some participants who had the strongest implicit learning ability would subconsciously learn the patterns hidden in the sequence of disappearing and reappearing dots. And sometimes they'd even press the correct button for the next dot and they would predict where it would appear. Um, But even the best implicit learners didn't realize the dots formed patterns. So that proved that their learning was happening unconsciously. Oh, that's interesting. So they must like ask like afterwards, like, hey, was there a pattern to the dots? And they were like, no, there was no pattern. Yeah, probably. Something like that. Yeah. Another thing that preps you for religious belief is being lied to constantly. (laughs) 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 By higher authorities, you know, deacons and the like. (laughs) It all starts with belief in Santa Claus, folks. Right, exactly. But I mean, it was 199 participants uh, from Washington, D.C., and then 149 participants um, from Afghanistan. But um, the Afghanistan participants were Muslim, and the Washington, D.C. ones were Christian. So, yeah, even we know. Across we saw, I saw January 6th happen. I know they were Christian. <laughs> <laughs> even across religions. The, um, I'm going there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'll, show, I'll, I'll toss my Trump shit in. Oh, like, sure. Even with him being. 
Even with them being out of office, I'll still find a way to toss it in. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who haven't listened to previous episodes, that's all I have to say. <laughs> that's all I have to say <laughs> Just about Just go back that. and listen to them. Yeah. Um, I think that's cool. I mean, you know. And of course, they're thinking that this this study might, I don't know, lead to other things. And they might be able to use this evidence to, I don't know predict others i mean you know how science is like it's, it doesn't just end here basically right it's, so. it's crazy how they could take that study and extrapolate from that oh like this mm-hmm. is what leads to people being more religious i think they know data too and it might go without saying almost but that all the world's religions at least all the main ones believe that there is a god and that the god like intervenes like that mm-hmm. the reality can't just be self-sustaining on its own or like we can't trust the earth or like reality just like you know let things yeah let the chips fall where they may like god has to intervene and you know provide justice and stuff mm-hmm. and i think that that kind of relates to the that uh, implicit learning it does and it kind of makes sense too because usually people who believe in god that strongly are also okay with the fact that they're not supposed to understand his mm-hmm. pattern and his method and whatever the fuck but it's just like god's mysterious okay yeah, yeah. it's enough of a That's... comfort knowing someone is up there pulling the strings with their own you know higher level of thinking that we can't possibly understand right so. like q q works in mysterious ways okay <laughs> folks the plan yeah. will be revealed in yeah. due time okay? just sit back and wait for it to- mike you were eating Sheeple. all the mixed nuts in other news <laughs> very important everybody has their own brand of crazy they subscribe to i think yeah. um some are more vocal about it than others like religious zealots mm-hmm conspiracy theorists there's conspiracy theorists on both sides of the aisle every side of the aisle and their shit is fucking weird mm-hmm. um i'm my thing is it's like when it comes to that whole entire like god works in mysterious ways and shit like that so serious note here why would you gaslight yourself i think is really what it boils down to because gaslighting yourself is easier than accepting the fact that you can't control like, things or you can't even trust that some higher power is controlling things. But well, that, that's the thing that, that like, that's separated from the belief of a god, right? It's just like, you have to have this authority figure. This authority figure could be there or could not be there. Like, it, the agnostic point of view, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes or no. You know, you get so worked up with this this deity being in control of all this bullshit, right? Like everything, every aspect of your life. So why would you want that? Why would you believe in that when there's, there's no evidence to that? Like I'm not talking about evidence of existence of said superior being. I'm talking about evidence of that superior being's involvement mm-hmm. in every fucking living creature's day-to-day activities like get the fuck out of here well i think like reading you, between like, the lines of the study you can argue that like the people who subconsciously notice patterns like they're gonna see random occurrences in life and attribute it to the fact that there's a god even if it doesn't really make sense and they can't make it work out and they can't like consciously state here's why this pattern happened they're still gonna believe that you know i'm just it just I don't know. I think it's just because I can't see it out of my own perspective. Mm. I don't think it's, it doesn't make sense to ask why would you do this? And like most people who are, most people who are religious and they have like a specific religion, they were raised in that religion from childhood and that's just what they grew up believing and their parents told them. I know I was kind of joking when I was like, it all begins with some authority, but it's true. That's how, how I got however many people get into religion. Like very few people are like devoid of it. Then one day are like, yeah, this is a good idea. Let me join. That's not the normal case. Yeah, most so, pe- it's mo- most people are indoctrinated into that shit from birth. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you know, that that's powerful yeah. right there. And I'm so. not... And I'm not. I'm not trying to insult anyone. Anyone who has been. I'm not trying. I am, but I'm not trying to. <laughs> I just. It just comes so easily to me. Like, I don't know. I said like, like at eight years old, I started questioning tons of things, like existence of God, existence of this, existence of that. Mm-hmm. And why do we have to write in cursive? Yeah, but I, I, God I, works in mysterious ways. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what the turning point was for me. I don't know what it was that clicked inside of my head to be like to even remotely question this shit. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know what it was, but something just was like, wait a sec. It's like, I've been on this earth eight years. I've seen a lot of shit so far. <laughs> eight whole years, <laughs> Eight whole you guys. years. And really this cool fucking priest up here doesn't with. know shit. Uh, <laughs> no, I was a cynical little bastard. I'm not going to lie. Was? <laughs> yes, yeah, mm. yeah. I am. And I just remember thinking to myself, it's just like, none of, I don't see any of this stuff that I've been told happening. Well, I think the other thing is when you're raised in a religion and you go to church and you're around a bunch of people who seem to believe in the thing that you're told to believe in and they act like it's this this sacred space. Yeah, that, but also like you may start to see things that seem mystical or um, sacred because a bunch of people that you're in a room with every week or whatever your schedule of worship is act that way and you're brought up thinking that like certain symbols mean certain things and you go to heaven or you go to hell or like you know it's just little things that you're told when you're growing up not just by your parents but like people at the church like authorities at whatever whatever church temple whatever that you go to you know any friends you have who are part of that religion so our cat just meowed it reno not to interrupt and of course (laughs) but i will (laughs) and if you listen to last episode Reno should have had his cat translator out. I know. On his it would have been the perfect time. He's probably like, I'm God, bitches. Yeah. How yeah. dare you talk to me about, <laughs> talk about me like that? So there was up. a, there, I'd have to, I'll post the meme on the site, but it's a good meme about cats actually being gods. I don't want to spoil it though. Okay. Yeah. I'll find it and send well, it to you guys. I think I know what it is. Um, yeah. And, and to play upon the points that we made, I'm not bagging religion. I'm really not. I don't. Like you do, you. Bro. I mean, I'm I bag, them. baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, does a lot of terrible things. Yeah, you do, you boo. You want to like everybody has their own brand of crazy that they, that they subscribe to. Yeah. I'm not trying to bag on it. Don't change your beliefs because of other people. Do your thing. Well, no, I don't think yeah. anyone's going to be like. Well, producer Mike said that I shouldn't <laughs> believe in this. We have an episode called "What Would Producer Mike Do?" That's I true. just want to point this That's out. That's true. So if you're looking for a new religion, you could listen to that episode. I'm sure, your eight year olds yeah. listen to that one. There you go. Yeah. I was a cynical eight-year-old. I don't know mm-hmm. what to say. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I just... I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. I remember getting kind of a little more pessimistic and cynical at the age of eight. Maybe there's like just some kind of evolution, you know, you biolo- real, biological, child physical, development reason yeah. for it. Yeah. You stop believing in Santa Claus around that age most of the time. Yeah. yeah. I still believe in Santa Claus. And Whatever, you note, guys. Your lives aren't as magical as mine. Get over it. On that note, fool's gold. <laughs> See, getting you're pulled over the light. Mm-hmm. You, you know what's interesting to me too is the like, is it intrinsic? There's almost like an inherent intrinsic uh, appeal of gold across human culture across time. Gold is always like this cherished metal, and it just yeah. it just seems weird to me. Like there's there's tons of different metals, there's tons of different jewels. 
of all the things to turn into currency and this precious metal like gold is like it's the gold standard i mean i would say you know because you you could turn gold into armor like you can hammer it into no, things it's it's a horrible soft hammer. That's a, it's way too soft yeah the metal it's too for soft that. yeah but heavy. like decorative for like you yeah, know it's jewelry but like, like the royalty kind of like i'm the head of the army <laughs> but i want to sit in my throne and not fight kind of armor you know <laughs> but you can also do that with other metals and other metals yeah. are shiny Right. You know, yeah, so other metals are pretty. Not as shiny. Like, uh, like you take your silver armor, you take whatever. It's like it's duller. I mean, yeah. I guess. And, but I mean, like copper looks cool. Yeah, Brass but, looks nice. Maybe there's something in the way that gold is mined that tricks people into thinking it's better than the other ones. I mean, like, maybe it's easier uh, to yeah. get out or something. I'm sure we could just look up the answer, but it's got to be. Multiple. Well, speculating is more fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, speculation. It's got to be more along the lines of that. A, it looks nicer than the rest because it's shinier. It does than look the rest. nice. It That's the nice. thing. You, I mean, it screams high end. <laughs> and probably because it's a lot easier to, it's a lot easier to basically melt it down and yeah, it's put it into. Yeah, it's more malleable. You could create yeah. things with it a lot easier than any other metal. Therefore, if you're going to have something out of a metal, you can make that happen a lot more. Less and, less effort for more output. Yeah. That's the in magic. A, in a way, researchers have discovered that uh, pyrite, mm-hmm. which is uh, iron sulfite, is in a way more malleable than we thought. They can turn it into a magnetic material, which is something that they haven't been able to do with any other kind of material. Um, yeah, iron sulfite. Wait, they give it that like charge of, really, you can yeah. give that to it. Yeah. They they do some kind of electrolyte um, electrocution thingy to it, and it basically gives it a, a magnetic field. They just give it a tiny little jolt of electricity. It's like less than one volt, which is very very small. While it's inside a ionic solution, and it uh, turned it into a magnetic material. And if they they can reverse it too, so you can make that's fools, what's cool. Yeah, yeah. So you can control it. You can make it magnetic or non-magnetic, which could have huge implications in using it in, in future hardware for, for cell phones or computers, or um, it might help with uh, solar technology as well. So that fool's gold might yeah. not be so foolish after all, folks. <laughs> and it oh looks just like the real stuff, too. Yeah. Let's see gold do that. No differences, right? Imagine magnetic armor. That could be a whole thing. <laughs> and then you just turn it off really quick. The bolts yeah. just stick to you. <laughs> The bullet wouldn't have hit you, but you turned on that magnetic armor and it just attracted that bullet. Well, or if somehow they could get to the point where they can reverse, like not just whether it's magnetic or not, but reverse the poles. And so the bullet's just repelled from the armor. <laughs> it's almost like the movie uh, Tenet. Have you guys seen Tenet yet? No. No. It's a weird, trippy movie. Christopher Nolan. Is it like Waking Life? Because we it's all know how that It's not at all like Waking okay. Life, okay? Yeah. Darius, dare I make you watch that movie one you more time? You got to give another chance. Yeah, no, I'm not. Maybe it. next year. Yeah. <laughs> After a pot of coffee, so you guys don't fall asleep. Yeah, again. I don't know. Uh, Look, I was falling asleep all the time back then. Whenever no. that was, like, just, no, 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 no. <laughs> every <laughs> night I would just fall asleep. <laughs> Even with coffee, if the subject material is not interesting to me, I will fall no, asleep. No, okay. I feel like I would have. I would like it if I watched it at a different time well, of the day. Two of you are more than welcome to fire we'll it up. We'll try someday. one day. Fire it up. Maybe up. we'll do a video episode of us watching that movie one time. Yeah, well, I probably can, I'll mystery Maybe. science theater the fuck out of this. Yeah, that'll yeah, be fun. That would be fun. Michael yeah. sitting right in front of the screen with his silhouette and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robo God, Mike. <laughs> All right, Nina, I think you got this next one. I do, indeed. Okay, well, 
I don't know if there's an appropriate segue for this, other than the fact that all three of us grew up at a time where uh, we watched the internet kind of take off, transform, mm-hmm. and we've all experienced uh, chatbots. Oh, God. Yeah. Like if you remember when instant messaging became a thing and then all of a sudden people hacked it and ruined it like they do with everything technologically related and they created bots. Yeah, exactly. ASL. And some of them were awful. You knew immediately you were talking to a robot. Mm -hmm. But some of them now are pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, yeah, I don't know if you wanted to start singing Terminator right now, Mike. No, you know what the real spam bot is now? It's the fucking phone call you get where they're just like, hello, and you're like, hello. Yeah. And then they're pausing like they can't hear you. Like, hello. And you're like, hello back. And then like, your car warranty is fucked. And you're like, like, ah, (laughs) god damn it. Call me again. But the really terrible ones on the phone are the ones that like, they add the typing noise. Like it's Mm. a real human looking something up for you. And you're like, just shut up. But those aren't even like the spam calls. It's sometimes the customer service center. Yeah, exactly. Reno's got it down. We call customer service. And they know that you know you're talking to a robot and it's just like the automated system. But they still try to be all cute and make it sound like a real person. You're like, just give me the thing I need. Oh no, the worst one is when they when they make it sound like a robot. It's just like, how can I help you? Yeah. It's like, I need to renew my registration. It's like, fuck you. Okay, you know what I heard and I tested and found to be true is when you're stuck in the automated, um, like, I don't know, menu of whatever thing and then you start yelling at it and you swear, you actually get to the head of the line faster because they want to make sure they don't have super irate customers. Fuck, this. fuck, shit, fuck. Uh, I tried it and it does work. You get to a real person more quickly. Like when pressing the O doesn't work. You just start yelling and swearing. That's probably the best piece of information. I'm serious. Any of our listeners will ever learn on this podcast. You're welcome. These just, poor spam bots are going to be like, what did I do? They don't care. <laughs> they don't have feelings. Fuck them. That's right. Well, Except for these hold new on. Spam yeah, bots these, these new, about. yeah, these new ones are. You can program feelings. Well. Just look at 2020. It's even, <laughs> it's even worse than that. Uh, so Microsoft filed for a patent. Of and, course they did. Right. And they got it um, approved. And it outlines a process where they can create conversational robots, or sorry, chatbots of specific people using their social data. So the patent also really specifically says the chatbot could potentially be inspired by friends or family members who are deceased. Or, ooh. So, yeah. I, see, before you said the deceased part, my head automatically <laughs> went to like the porn sex industry. So I was thinking, right. you could but program, then after I said deceased, it went and, even more so to that the porn and sex you, industry. Like, I would get a deceased relative in a sex bot. <laughs> did i say that out loud yes and on the recording so you're welcome it stays an episode 100 too mm-hmm. no one said it was how did you be... people not think i was going to pull some shit like oh, that especially on the 100th episode yeah. come on i thought maybe you'd go for like dead porn star but no you went for the dead relative sex bot yeah right yeah that's the yeah. title of the episode if we don't do the thanks microsoft one. <laughs> yeah. and so i mean like obviously look that could be terrible what, did you guys have a hot aunt in your life oh god terrible and disturbing and whatever but you know i think the even scarier thing is they say they can use all kinds of data from social media posts electronic messages written letters whatever any sort of trail that you've left behind they can use to basically make this you know that's a horrible idea because imitation I'm, of you there's people like me out there who use social media just to be a troll like but I'm not, you're a troll in real life not what really. you did just now you're like i would take a dead relative this is and producer make a mike. Yeah. this isn't this isn't mike michael boy this is producer mike 
Yeah, but somewhere out there, you have like one heartfelt greeting card they could track down and program into your chatbot yeah. personality. So that that means anybody who puts producer Mike into a sex robot's not getting the real Michael Boyd. They're getting producer Michael Boyd. And that's a whole different experience. Well, that, yeah, that deals with like lots of perverse and almost racist thoughts and stuff like that. Like we can't do that. Like here's, don't don't do that. Here's what I would say. I <laughs> would not want to have this option if I was looking to like say a final goodbye or like have some closure or like if I missed someone who passed away so long, I wouldn't want it for that. It would be cool if you were like, okay, I'm at the point where I have kids and my parents are gone and I want them to know what their grandparents were like. That would be kind of okay with so me. So you put them in a sex robot? No, Mike, not a sex robot. Just like oh. the chat, you know. Or if there's a famous person and some museum wants to be like, hey, do you want to have an interactive dialogue with you know, Why don't they just know, Futurama in them and put their heads in those little... That fucking, makes sense, too. Like, but I wouldn't want it for any sort of personal emotional use. Yeah, that's sexual. I wouldn't want to be made into that for that purpose, either. Yeah. Who wants to fuck producer Mike? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird, creepy creepy technology. I'm, I'm not about it. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely... Don't get me wrong. I would be very interested in talking to one of these finely tuned AIs. Yeah. Now, keep in mind they yeah. haven't done it yet. They just have the patent. Yeah. So. I'm down the down the road. I would be very interested in conversing with a finely tuned AI. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You know, for people that have lost their loved ones, you can kind of carry on these conversations. No, no not like one that I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it. To be I wouldn't like, want I one would that want I know. It, like maybe some sort <laughs> I like of how you guys like... just reflexive. Like no, 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 no. Once yeah. they're dead, I don't want to talk to them anymore. Yeah. It's not about not wanting to talk to them anymore. It's about it's about trying to emulate, a, like, I, w- I think it would be disrespectful, yeah. in my opinion, to try to emulate a close, like... Uh, Uh-oh, Mike, you're saying some sincere shit. They're going to index so, that and make a real you. Yeah, so here you go. This yeah. is, like, the one time. Like, it's like, let's say somebody that was very close to me died, and then Microsoft's like, well, I can put the personality in this robot over here. I wouldn't want... I, wouldn't, I would feel like I was being lied to, and it would trigger too many emotions that shouldn't be happening, because yeah. you're supposed to be experiencing a closure and a moving on not a moving on but acceptance of the fact mm. that this person has passed yeah no and here you are like it's like some fake version of trying mm-hmm. to keep them yeah. going it's like nah dude maybe, yeah, plus maybe. we've all seen how microsoft works like fuck that yeah, yeah. we all know <laughs> they're trying to just yeah the, like the last thing i want to be doing is talking box. to grandma and get the blue screen of death mm-hmm. like fuck that dude <laughs> exactly yeah. But you know they're going to make one of Bill Gates with this shit, like, obviously. And you'd be, like, chatting with this guy and be like, no, Grandma wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I I might want it for, like, you know, some some historical figure that I was interested in learning more about or something. But, yeah, like, that, that kind of thing would be That would be cool. Yeah. 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 Like, who wouldn't want to talk to, I don't know, like, fuck, George Washington. That yeah. would be interesting. I mean, they make it sound like they can do it better with someone who's lived during the time when there's social media and things mm. like that. But they yeah. could they could do it with, you know, from old letters and stuff, yeah. too. Well, like, what if you had, like, some, like, wise person with good advice or with, you know, a good set of knowledge and you could, like, converse with them and, like, you could, like, maybe, like, help get their opinion or perspective on certain social issues now. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's a good point, Bob. You're like, yeah, yeah. that's the answer. Yeah, of course, yeah, the right. guy who fixes the world's name is Bob. Oh, of course it is, oh, yeah. you dissing all the Bobs now? Yeah, fuck you, Roberts. You know what might be interesting <laughs> is for them to make one of these of Jesus based off the Bible. 
that and would just be, see what happened. That would be hilarious. Oh, just Which nail version? a dead fish to your door. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Which version? Like the old school Bible? All with of all it. The, like, no, they need fire and brimstone. As or, much data as they can. That's how it works the best. Or like the new Bible where Jesus cures bunny rabbits with cancer and shit like that. Like What new Bible? What are you yeah. talking about? Like there's newer versions that the are new all Testament? nice. The New Testament? Sure, whatever. There's no cancer in that. The, yeah. the newer exactly, Testament. Exactly. Jesus oh, yeah. cured it all. Right. That's yeah. true. Okay. Okay. I see. <clears throat> and other news of uh, weird, crazy technology. There's this. Uh, I th- we th- I think we touched on this a little bit. Yeah, on a but now episode. it's even scarier. Coming out uh, by the end of 2021, for consumers will be ready. This stereo speaker thing that beams the sound to be localized, just in like this little bubble around your head, so that only you can hear that sound and everyone else around you wouldn't be able to hear yeah that's called schizophrenia (laughs) yeah but (laughs) now you can pay for it (laughs) that's that's the downside of this technology i see like this technology like five ten twenty years down the road they're able to beam sounds to Mm -hmm. be localized just around your head and ears so that you're hearing these creepy voices yeah people could hack that shit and mess with you yeah that's the last thing thing, i would want like you can hear that it's beamed directly to you but because it's not you're not wearing like physical headphones you can also hear the regular sounds around you in the room. So I feel like that would eventually drive people crazy. Like, I don't know. I mean. In, in some way, I mean, like, uh, like everyone could be listening to their own podcast, their own favorite, you know, Six Degrees of Rumination episode. Yeah, for instance. Without anyone else having to Wait, be subjected to, deal to that with it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Stop. So hold up, hold up, hold up. We're doing it that long? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going all the way to the end of the year, baby. Yeah. And this is this shit's gonna be archived and up for for decades. It oh, might be yeah, cool even. to create a chatbot of six degrees as a character, <laughs> not the three individuals who have it. But oh my gosh, some like chimera. Yeah. Oh my it's god, a three-headed monster. Yeah, that would be perfect. That'd be awesome. But yeah, this technology. You should actually is, draw that and put that as our, make that like, the logo. Make yeah. that the logo. I'll work on that. You're gonna have like one like Reno's over there with his mohawk and like doing some fucking kombucha shit. <laughs> be, your head could have some glasses. Like I'm just in the corner all just like I hating. Like how my personality is glasses. Like <laughs> well, that's all sm- I am. You're the I smart got one. Yeah, I guess right? so. Yeah. Yeah. You can have like long hair and I'm just like in the corner hating life smoking a cigarette or something. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I maybe. like it. Okay. This technology is crazy. Okay. Look. They use a 3D sensing module and it locates and tracks your ear position and it sends the audio via ultrasonic waves and you can hear it either in stereo or in 3D mode, which I think is weird, but it knows where you are in the room. And so much like any technology we have right now, I feel like it's too invasive and it's creepy and I don't know, like it sounds good on paper and you're like, oh great, it's convenient, so I'll do it. But actually... You know, yeah, it's a pretty surreal technology, and I, I don't understand how it works. Some kind of ultrasound, yeah, magic. Like I yeah. kind of think. I mean, I know it's not like sonar, but when I think of comparing it to that, then it makes sense to me. Where it's like, you know, it <laughs> just, it just somehow it makes sense because I don't get sonar, I don't get this technology, <laughs> but somehow like sonar, and now it either all one of them. Yeah, so, that's not how this works. You know, yeah. okay. The, the thing is, is like take take how technology is right now. Take how like browsing the internet is right now or the types of things it's like the problem here is who's going to be controlling this and throwing are are you choosing what sound is being tossed at you and put in your little sphere the maker of the product is claiming that yes but we all know how technology yeah and that's the other thing is it's like take like take something simple like a service like youtube like if you go back to youtube in 2005 it was a completely free platform devoid of advertisements devoid of anything and now it's just like watching like 
fucking antenna TV. Right. And just like, like every the, five seconds, there's an advertisement and mm-hmm. something. And just like the internet has become now, yeah. like it's, it's getting harder to find the unique, lesser viewed individual. Like when it first came out, it was up to you to weed through and find whatever thing you wanted. And everybody yeah. was an amateur and everybody was unknown. But now they've got these like YouTubers who are sponsored and they rise to the top of the result list. You've and- got algorithms tracking every one of your mm-hmm. moves to like, oh, well, today this person visited Sweetwater. So therefore, I'm going to advertise your content every fucking- is ultra yeah. curated by some faceless organization that's just trying to make money off of you. See, the thing is, is Reno made this point earlier, too. We were there for <laughs> just like over there being like I'm, you guys go off ahead. on your yeah. bullshit I'm reading ahead for the next article and it's cracking me up oh okay second. he's but already you, you made the point it's like we were there for like the dawn of what is modern internet mm-hmm. you know what I mean like we were there for the dawn of being able to communicate with somebody across the world instantly and I'm not talking just email I'm talking instant messengers and all the other shit like that that basically formed what social media is today mm-hmm. like we wouldn't be where we were without like ICQ, AOL, yeah. uh, IRC, all those things. We see the progression. People who are born into this world have no idea. Like they're just in the middle of a progression that yeah. we saw the genesis of. And we're just like, whoa, we probably should slow the brakes. Yeah, like, we're, we're over there Hit the brakes like, on some wow, of this shit. Like, look how crazy this has yeah. gotten. And they're over there being like, why can't I mm-hmm. download the file to my brain? You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, and so. it's just like people, <laughs> it's know? almost like technology is the new religion. It's just like these people are just indoctrinated in it from birth. They don't know a world that didn't have it. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's scary. Is before they're just you like, stop to think if you yeah, be, yeah, before should you, or whatever the Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're selling it. You're selling, you're selling it. it. And you're selling Everything uh, comes back to Jurassic Park look, and Terminator. Jurassic Park is my Bible. I'm just going to throw that yeah. out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Jeff Goldblum com- is God. Okay. Everything comes back to this. Like all these authors that created things like this, like created Blade Runner, created Jurassic Park in 1984, mm-hmm. Terminator. All this shit was a warning. And we're just like, this sounds cool. Let's do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have robots that assassinate people? Okay. Well, like, the problem is like all these guys who are running technology are those fucking yeah. nerds who read all this stuff and they're like, yeah, I would love to take over the world. They don't realize the point of the book or the story yeah, was they, not they, to do that. They, they just see the toys and yeah. they don't realize what's, yeah, all right, I'm done. Go ahead. Well, but okay, look, so well, here's here's the other thing. I sound that old. I know get Reno, off right now. Reno really wants to get to the next article <laughs> the because he's like, your technology and your MySpace and your AOL <laughs> and your glycerins. <laughs> Don't let the days go by. <laughs> See, it's a good Black licorice. <laughs> Black licorice. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, anyway, if people are excited about this technology, you can keep a lookout for it. Um, you can also change the setting and have the sound follow you around when you move your head. I wouldn't want this. You can. It no, knows thanks. where you are, and it knows what you want to hear, and it will play it only to you. And you're further isolated in your own little world of that perfectly like, curated content. It sounds like you would need some sort of implant to in- implement this. No, no, it it's, just it's, works with ultrasound. It's crazy stuff. magic technology, dude. Pass. The other thing about this that's so creepy is that I mean I know it's a company and they're trying to sell it and whatever, but they immediately jump to like, look how new and exciting and convenient this is. And in the meanwhile, like behind the curtain, they're plotting their world domination with mm-hmm. this technology. And as long as they get you to buy it, they can fund their takeover of, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine like military <laughs> operations of this? If you could just like, you know, implant one of these devices in, uh, in anyone's house mm-hmm. or business office or whatever, and you could just send them like schizophrenic thoughts and only they're hearing it. And people are like, Dude. I don't hear yeah. what you're talking like about. Like if they don't know they have the device. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Be, like, but that's the thing. It's like. Drive it, you nuts. Mm-hmm. This thing, can, you're saying that this thing can do that without any kind of 
hardware on yes. us. Well, yeah. so that not that's on the you. same yeah. thing as hearing voices. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This 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 technology, in my opinion, is too dangerous to be created. Because the second it falls in the wrong hands, which it will it's almost immediately, in the wrong hands. it's fallen in the hands of a company that wants to make money. Yeah, that is already so. You know, immediately so. it already poses a threat to your psyche. Mm-hmm. So, I would want to try it though. It sounds fascinating. I mean, if it you sounds trippy, but as hell. if you can't turn it off, that's well, the fucking if you problem. Go, Where's the power? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's just like if you can't turn it off, like if you if you can't if you can't segregate yourself yeah. from it. That's the danger, and well, it sounds like that this could ha- this thing could do this to you at any point in time. This thing can what you, like you could load it up like, like, hey Alexa, play whatever, play Glycerin by Bush, and all of a sudden <laughs> you're in your little bubble of glycerin over yeah, here. You know, but what I mean? you can still hear outside sounds, and according to this, like you have to tell it what to play to you. So you know, the next episode like is going to be it. someone who died from listening to glycerin <laughs> over and over and over again. Uh. No, it kind of reminds me of that uh, the deep fake technology where it's like yeah. you know video that, uh, Photoshop yeah. where they can just Photoshop basically up. anyone's you know face. And you voice can make anyone say, say anything and right. look like they're saying it and make it look like it's actually happened. Right, like that's the technology yeah. that I think is clearly just like there's something too far. Yeah, yeah. It, there's something too wrong with it. It is know? kind of crazy, and this is a super specific example, but one of the artists that I follow on Instagram as an artist, she used the technology to put herself in the Cleopatra movie with Elizabeth Taylor, you know, the super old one. Okay. And she's in all the scenes and it's her face, but it's it's just, <laughs> it looks so seamless. I had yeah. to look twice to be like, wait, that doesn't look like Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, it's some <laughs> other person, you know. And like, yeah, that's goofy and lame and whatever, but think about, you know, what you could do with it. Producer Mike, you would probably enjoy deep faking yourself into... Uh, Porn. Well, or maybe this Danish uh, kids show. <laughs> so porn, right? Well, exactly. There's a new Danish children television series featuring uh, John Dillermand, <laughs> and what's kind of and this is on kind of like their version of like PBS. So like wow. the Scandinavian PBS network has this new kids show. What they call it? The Matterhorn? Like what is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like a claymation looking kind of thing. The main character, he kind of looks like Cheech from like Cheech and Chong. He does. I was he trying to think of who he reminds me of. He's got this like uh, uh, tank top on with red and white stripes. But what's most notable is he has an extremely, extremely long penis. And that is. What does that have to do with a children's show? And that is. I like, was being sarcastic. No, no, no. Yeah, no. And, that, and that is basically like the the plot of the show is John D's Big D. And this is for 10 year olds? eight-year-olds dude <laughs> yeah yeah um and you can imagine this, this is a on public broadcast yeah 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 public bro- broadcast a, look europe <laughs> stop like all your bullshit over there like you, you europe know, will never stop its bullshit like don't i'm sorry but europe stop like i saw what was it wasn't the scandinavian people that did that like stop don't touch me there this is my no no oh, square probably, thing yeah yeah like stop yeah, you, you you're gone, dude. No, Mike, just hold on. You got to hear it to just before you form an opinion. Yeah, so he, it's a public show, so I'm I'm assuming we can play the uh, the theme of the intro here. Whatever, just play it. All right, here we go. Your mic's in the way. Bring it over. Ooh, he almost got his PD cut off there. He's flying it like a helicopter. Now he's using it like a pogo stick. 
He's getting the ice cream. Oh, he's taming a lion. He's floating in the air with it. Wow. Yeah. So, hold on. And when this Reno was telling me about this, I'm I sorry. said, like, oh, how do we know it's not just some go-go gadget type of apparatus that he happens to have, like, sticking out of his stomach or whatever? And Reno was like, no, it's very obviously that particular organ. There's no... Are you sure this wasn't an Onion article? I mean, that reminds me of when... Nope. In South Park, when Randy Marsh put his testicles in the microwave <laughs> to make yep. them bigger, and then he and give himself cancer so he could get disability, and then he had God. these huge testicles that he would bounce around town on. That show. That's exactly this... what that. Imagine if that was like on like Mister Rogers, though. Yeah. No, are you sure this isn't a spoof? Are you sure this someone's not trolling us into thinking that this is? I am ninety nine point nine percent positive. I've collab- uh, corroborated it with other news sources. This is coming from Vice. I've. There's uh, all obviously there's all kinds of backlash about it. The the idea behind it is like, hey, kids will now learn that like it's okay to have weird looking body parts and and kids like you know pee pee poo poo kind of humor. Yeah. And so like this is what they're all about. But it's like, no. think about think it about it showed what a guy trimming it- his head chop off a part of the man's penis. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying this is not for children. I mean, well, look, actually, even producer Mike is like. Uh, even but I, we were talking about Looney Tunes earlier. Think how violent those cartoons were. We all watched them growing up. But they none of those characters off, had penises. You know, they didn't yeah. chop off anyone's jaunts. Look, Mike, what's more damaging? Seeing a cartoon where no penises exist and we're just supposed to believe that genitals aren't a thing or seeing a cartoon where it's clearly there right in front of you, undeniably. I, lo- I love the juxtaposition where Nina's defending the pedophilia. Look, okay. look when Mike, <laughs> when Mike unproducer Mike's, I feel like we need to fill the void somehow so here's the with thing. sarcasm. Okay, no, I, I'll make every fucking no, no, pedophile no. joke in the world, okay, but look, let's be real I'm here for a second. I'm being facetious here. Right, but when you yeah. think about it, it is also kind of crazy that nothing in America really refers to any of the genitals ever. There's a happy balance. And there's this overblown, you know, exactly. counterpart. So there's us yeah. who still act like Puritans. And then there's them who did John Dieterman or whatever his name yeah. was. Dillerman, please. Okay. Right. Get it right. Jill- Show some respect. Th- there's things that you should do with children. And I don't have a kid, but that doesn't mean I don't have common sense. So everybody out there is like, please don't have any children. What the fuck do you know? I know more than you because I don't have fucked up kids. <laughs> Yeah, do they need to be exposed to the idea that, yes, people have genitalia and we should be comfortable with genitalia? Yes. Should we fly around? Should we, fa- should we tie helium balloons to our dick and float into the air? Is that how we want to introduce? I mean, first of all, that's ridiculous. Like, I'm sorry, but that's not how you introduce being comfortable with the idea of genitalia to people. Like, it's yeah. like, oh, it's like, oh, my penis is weird. Oh, God, someone's going to chop it off with a hedge trimmer. What the <laughs> fuck? Well, that's what, like, that's what, you're not a, you, you, that's what's going to go through the minds of most children when they see John Dieterman's fucking dick getting chopped I don't know, off with a hedge trimmer. Do you remember being eight and thinking that consciously about anything you watched? Yeah, because things are fucking Well, Mike new. was weird. He yeah. was like that, but I wasn't. Uh, like, seriously, dude, like, um, fuck, take something, like, take the first horror movie you watch as a child. Hmm. It, that, I didn't it watch them as a child. I wasn't allowed to. It doesn't matter. And that's the thing is that it doesn't matter whether or not it's an actually scary horror movie. It's your first experience to that genre. So it's going to terrify you no matter what. Yeah. You know, if your first exposure to the getting comfortable with, with genitalia is this shit, mm. 
then yeah, this is going to fuck you up. Well, I'm going to devil's advocate that right now, right now, and say that if this they is use the hedge trimmer on his dick, I'm going to say if this is your first exposure to wondering about genitalia, your parents aren't doing their job. It, a. Yeah, a. But that's the problem is most it's parents like you don't rely on TV to like teach your kid how to be a human. You psychopath. But that's been going on for the longest time. There are <laughs> yeah. latchkey kids who just sit in front of the television. It's in Europe, to, I don't think so. Everywhere, right. and it's gotten to the point now where you watch parents just hand their kids fucking two years old a phone like here yeah, stop crying that always bothers me because it's like so john Dieterman is going to be their fir- whatever <laughs> is going to be their first exposure to this shit and it's going to fuck them up i feel like reno has the counterpoint possibly from the article because you were looking ahead and if you don't then i do the idea is good the idea of getting kids comfortable with genitalia fine well, the producers. This is terrible. The producers' response to the complaints is just like so ridiculous. Like one person wrote in to complain. They were like, "Oh, I have no idea what you're thinking." In a time of Me Too, and there's all these frightening cases of pedophilia, and kids shouldn't learn that it's fun playing with a dick. It's not funny that it can fly around attached to balloons. I think. I think it's. I think it's grotesque. Is what the person commented on. And then the response to the post, the the person who's running this company's account or whatever said, well, the show is fictitious and it's important to tell stories that acknowledge curiosity about the body and genitals, a curiosity which can be both embarrassing and fun. And they also pointed out the nonprofit reproductive health organization Sex and Sam Fund, which is Sex and Society, was involved in the creation of the show. So they consulted some nonprofit organization that supposedly studies People... sex and society, and they made a cartoon. Mike's getting super mad. No, because this is the thing, dude. People <laughs> who speak like that about, like, I don't know what you're talking about. We're just trying to be sex positive. Are the type of people yeah. who are in NAMBLA. No, I know. Like, yeah. you, you know, I'm sorry, dude. Like, it's not that you. Like it introducing children to the topic of sex at a certain age, fine. You are fucked up. You suck at life because you're doing this. I don't want to take over Reno's article, but yeah, I want to quote this. Fuck it, whatever. You want to do. Was this yeah. my article? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Oh, okay, you watched it. You read everything and whatever. I mean, I've seen the whole series a couple of times. But <laughs> <laughs> and you turned no, out fine. But um, they say, oh, well, go ahead. Uh, well, what their history think- is. I think we started getting sex education in school like around third, fourth. I got it third, third fourth. and fourth grade. So this is when this Fifth. is about the time when like basic. Yeah, basic. Like yeah. You, I mean, there were no like long tentacled penises no. yeah. running around. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess maybe time will tell if this fucks up kids or not. But I mean, if every <laughs> gen- tell, hold on. Like- every every generation like looks at the new generation coming up and is like all these kids are so fucked yeah. up and their media is so fucked up and but their shows are so them messed up, up. but hmm. like it's our age bracket and older that's yeah. fucking them up that's I didn't the thing. make this show no but about. our age bracket's making this show yeah. our age bracket is taking whatever fucked us up and making it worse for the next one well, every generation does this it's important to note also that like the people who get into TV producing are already fucked up like it's not just like they're our age and that's what we have in common it's people who are like specifically in a business to sell stuff to kids that's it's, already creepy this, I'm it's, saying you know. it's, it's like it's why I laugh at the fucking boomer slash millennial argument mm-hmm. Where they're always arguing each other. It's like, well, the boomers raised the millennials. So if boomers don't like millennials, it's your fault, fuckhead. Yeah. You know, it's like you raised them. Yeah. So, fault, yeah. yeah. I like so, how our, our one, like, frivolous article turned into a super serious <laughs> but, debate but about how producer it's, Mike wants to raise kids correctly. But it's not, it turns out it's not frivolous because there's some very, there's some very, even just because you present it like a kid's show doesn't yeah. necessarily mean 
it's kids material. South Park's presented as a kid material. Right. I wouldn't show it to an eight year old. Yeah. Or like you know, Rick and Morty or anything. Exactly. Kind of it's stuff, just yeah. because it's presented like it should be a kid's show doesn't mean that it fucking is. And everything that happened in that video, regard like that's if <laughs> if I, if this was meant for adults, I would have been like, okay, that's funny. But you're playing this shit for eight and nine year olds. It's like no, uh, uh, dude. Yeah. Also, if you keep reading all the way down, so this company has a long history of producing series and programs addressing the human body and sexuality. I guess in the fall they premiered a show titled Ultra Strips Down, which taped a live audience of children as they watched a variety of normal people take off their clothes. The show was meant to educate young people about what normal bodies actually look like. Hold it, Mike, because I want to put this other fact in there before you do. And then they go back to the show and they say, despite the fact that Dillerman's genitals are anything but normal, some have questioned why we only get to see a penis get used as a makeshift fishing rod. <laughs> One columnist humorously pointed out the show should also include Volva, v- I can't say like Danish last names, but Vibeke. sure, who could, for example, start a huge fire in the local bakery and then put out the fire with her long labia. And the columnist is, is being sarcastic and the, she says, let us also have fun with women's genitals. And de-dramatize them she writes so she was clearly taking the well i like the way satirical I, I'm glad approach she's to be taking like look you fuckers why guy. are you so weird yeah <laughs> yeah like i'm sorry but this is yeah I, I stripping in front of kids yeah that's a fucking felony not over there, not unless apparently. it's a fucking television show on pbs it's in an Scandinavia. educational television show they found a loophole and they're exploiting that's a load it. Of whether shit. they're doing it because they're child molesters or just because they want to make money that's you know what that's happened. a load of shit dude anybody that wants to take their clothes off in front of a fucking kid has a, something wrong with them yeah i'm sorry dude fuck you you're a fucking well, weirdo you heard it first producer mike is gonna shut that show down if like, people in episode 101 yeah. six degrees of rumination <laughs> goes to scandinavia field trip like fuck that dude if you're if you think it's a good idea taking your kids off in front or taking your clothes off in front of kids is something fun what i want to know is you. like who volunteered their kid for that live audience they're like yeah. yeah sure i'll put you in that show dude fuck people who want money yeah well yeah it seems a pretty kind of weird roundabout way of uh educating kids about genitals and yeah you can educate them at home without yep. tv shows and yeah. like i don't know like how educational that is like seeing like dude's rod being used as a fishing rod yeah that's not educational yeah. it's just goofy and again it's like why couldn't they just make the cartoon where he has a bunch of different toys instead of it being his penis where he's like haha look at my funny fishing rod look at my funny mm-hmm. air balloons like you know then it would just be a normal show But then, if you think about it, how many cartoons really are are using stuff as a, um, like, in a phallic way to be funny, you know? Like, just because it's not a penis doesn't mean they're not making that joke. And we have those cartoons, too, so don't talk so much shit about the Danish culture. It's everywhere. Well, the the difference is, is who you're presenting it to. That's the difference. No, I'm saying I think we probably had cartoons here that were making those same jokes. Just because it wasn't like a literal penis coming out of a character doesn't mean they weren't using the object in a phallic way to be funny. And it was probably a show that was marketed towards children. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, but it isn't as blatant. That's the difference. This is like... There's implied, and then mm. there's blatant. I would argue that it's creepier when it's implied. Well, if it's implied, it's probably one of those shows where they're sneaking jokes in for the parents that have to watch the bullshit. Yeah, maybe. Which even, you're walking a fine line there, too. Like Ariel's penis tower. You that's know what a I mean? whole, okay, no one has ever proved whether that's But, really I mean, Disney has done some weird shit. Like, look at who framed Roger Rabbit, dude. Like, 
there's all these freeze frames of how everyone's trying to see up the dress of Jessica Rabbit and oh. shit like that. Yeah, well, like all that shit is low key in there. It's she's implied. not bad. She's just drawn that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all that shit's in there, and it's implied. And you're walking. You're definitely walking the fucking line when you're making that. But it, this is just so blatant with it. Yeah. And here's the thing: is like there's a reason why you need to kind of like give this to kids in a straightforward ma- fashion is yeah, because you don't want to confuse them and like, eight-year-olds are already cracking jokes about their penises mm-hmm. you don't need to fucking interfere with that they're already cracking their jokes yeah. you don't need to give them a perverse look on it already like uh, mm. <laughs> mike got so mad yeah i do I, I think it's just like look dude it's like don't fuck with kids that's it it's like they, guys, they are guys- play-doh like they're play-doh don't don't take your weird perverse shit. That's why shit. they have the show that's don't also take made of your, Play-Doh. Don't take your perverse shit and force it into someone's Play-Doh. That's what I'm saying. Dude. It's like, don't take the things that you're hung up on. Whoever created that show, you could see they probably need some sort of therapy in my opinion. Yeah, this is their therapy. They probably need it. And you're and instead of getting therapy, they're just like, let's make a fishing pole out of John Dieterman's dick and call it My sex question positivity. Is, what's he fishing for? Yeah, his with his penis. Pool is made of a penis. Like it's yeah. like you. It's like you obviously have some sort of hang up with this. Stop pushing it onto others. Yep. Uh, speaking of don't fuck with kids, have you guys seen the movie Don't Fuck with Cats? No. I don't want to see it. I I know about it. I I know. No. Yes. It, Maybe it, I don't want to hear about that. Yeah, Mike's horrible. reaction. It, 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 yeah, it's pretty. It's 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 dark. Um, in a nutshell, not and not to give it away, but uh, a guy murders cats and he posts it on the internet, and the yeah. internet hunted the motherfucker down. Well, yeah. good. I mean, yeah, yeah, but he it's it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up, and he did it to be to like draw attention, I guess, or it, it seemed like he did it like in a very egotistic or narcissistic kind of way to draw attention. What does eyebrows look like? Because we could figure <laughs> out from that. So, but yeah, so it's. It, it's weird making a movie out of that. It's a, it's an interesting story. It's a very sick, macabre story. It didn't need to be more than a news article, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, awful. I wouldn't want to. It. it is a Netflix movie if, if you're a sick nope. motherfucker. No, no. I I read the description when it came in because I says I like it just popped in my Netflix one day and yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't want to fuck with cats. And I saw the description. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's fucked up. The stuff about animals is too too hard to watch like i can watch a really emotional movie where like a human gets like hit by a car or whatever and it's all sad and scary and what and i'm like that ah, fuck it but if an animal like gets locked out of the house for two seconds in the movie i'm like oh my god what's gonna happen i can't handle it you know so yeah i, I think we should jump to the uh the thailand uh, uh article next oh really okay i'd never heard of this guy me neither ck Seung, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Probably. Racist. I, you're doing better than I could. Um, but he, he used Thailand's purported Hannibal Lecter, I guess. He also enjoyed cannibalism and murdering. So, what? What? So, We're trying to lighten it up after your reaction to the cartoon over there. Like, that's that's <laughs> how we lighten it up? Yeah, it's like yeah, we go we, from showing kids a, a, a fucking 20-foot long penis to eating people yeah cool. i mean so well, actually his, there is a connection to yeah his his <laughs> great bo- his his carcass has been preserved and been on display for decades mm-hmm. um 60 years um he's been sort of they describe it in this article as he's been kind of like a boogeyman in kind of the folklore um for thai school children you know if you know if you don't eat your vegetables you don't go to bed on time yeah. uh he'll si eat Kwe your will come and eat you yeah and it's like 
that's bad enough, but it's worse because this guy is like an actual, you know, like decaying corpse under a glass case in an exhibit that these kids presumably could go see in real life. So it's worse than a boogeyman. You know? They must have somehow mummified him to preserve him. I mean, kind of. Uh, and in this picture, um, you can see it. It looks like he's in a telephone booth. Like yeah, he's, he's, he's standing, standing up, which upright. is weird. Yeah, he's and, he's like standing upright, but he's kind of leaning over, all creepy, like like someone who can't, like a drunk. Like he's yeah. just kind of like, oh, you know. Well, you tried being dead for six years and, and standing straight. <laughs> Challenge accepted. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the six door uh, hosts are going to be preserved for sixty years. Yep. Uh, so they're they're finally laying him to rest, or they finally did just finally lay him to rest. Yeah, um, and I guess the reason for that is because so he allegedly was Thailand's most notorious serial killer, but I guess new evidence has come out that it probably wasn't this guy who committed all those crimes, and so they're thinking, okay, well, if it probably wasn't him and he didn't get a fair trial and whatever, then we should respect his remains and lay him to rest, you know. But if it had been him, it's perfectly fine to keep him in a museum and leer at him, you know, for years and years and years. He he admitted to um, these murders and, and eating people, but then he later recanted, I think. And he was tried and sentenced to death, and he was executed by a firing squad in uh, 1959 at the age of 32. Yeah. And his body was donated to science. But when he was confessing at the trial, it was mostly through a translator. So who knows? Right. He didn't I mean, speak any Thai. So. It's probably the translator who did it. So, oh no, I like uh, I like eating little children. It's great, <laughs> and I love their taste. And I totally did it. God, <laughs> thanks a yeah. lot, lawyer. <laughs> yeah, so. so it's I guess part of the thing was people were like, well, how he was so poor? How could he have traveled so widely to kill all these victims that are listed off in these different areas and, and everything? But it doesn't matter because he was under a glass case being the subject of children's nightmares for the last 60 years. so. Do you think it'd be appropriate for eight-year-olds to see dead bodies like that? Like that? No. I mean, like, how else would you want them to see dead body? I don't know, at a funeral and a, you know, nice little I mean, casket. Well, don't, okay. don't they have... Lying down, like not standing in up. In a sense, <laughs> it's, so, so it's verticalness is what's the problem. It needs yes. to be a little more horizontal. So, I mean, it's obviously preserved in some way, right? Yeah. And it like, looks pretty scary. It's all black tar kind of yeah, mummy without the wraps, just like the skin but looking stuff. Isn't that the thing? Like, don't we have like Egyptian pharaohs that are on display, so to speak? Yeah, but they're yeah. lying down. They're not standing no. up. I, I know Reno thinks I'm joking, but actually there is kind of a serious... When it's lying down, kids automatically associate that with like, oh, it's dead. This is how yeah. passed away people look. It's not scary. It's not a monster who could walk after me and kill me. Well, it's it doesn't help weird. that parents are just like, eat your vegetables or this fuckface is going to eat you. That's the other, yeah, problem. Yeah, when I have kids. Right. They're going to all yeah. about... It goes uh, back to that whole stop fucking with kids secret. psyches. Yeah. You know, Jesus Christ, man. I remember when I went to the, the museum that had the mummies. I think there's one in Stockton. The Hagen sometimes has that exhibit. Yeah. And it kind of scared me, but I might have been in fourth grade by then well the concept and of it death wasn't is supposed like, to be scary when you're that young yeah i remember looking at the face and i just like couldn't reconcile the fact that it was like a real person who lived so long ago when you're like nine you don't understand thousands of years you know mm-hmm. but i think i would have been more disturbed if it was standing up leaning against the side of a door <laughs> looking at me like, like some weirdo me, i can barely stand up yeah. 
just trying to make a phone call. Right. <laughs> like the mummies are lying down. They're they're in a case. You can only see part of them. They're clearly out of commission. You know, <laughs> this guy it looks a little weird. I saw the body exhibit with my dad and little sister. Do you guys remember that? It came yeah. to Sacramento. Yeah, the bodies revealed thing. Yeah, bodies revealed. And it was this whole, like, it was very scientific and anatomically correct and whatever. Sometimes Very, a- very anatomically correct. <laughs> it was Not the John Dieterman. Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> but you could also see, like, cross sections of organs. And right. they had a couple exhibits where the it was like the whole body with like the skeleton and muscle and everything and they were posed in like running poses Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. somehow staying up but that wasn't scary because it looked kind of like the drawings in um medical books where you Mm -hmm. see like the skeleton and the muscle layers this thing is scary because he looks like some half decayed like it looks like something out of a horror movie black lagoon kind of thing yeah and also it, it looks like whoever put him there didn't really care about you know, like respecting his life or respecting death or like honoring a dead, you know, I mean, I get well, that they thought he was a serial killer, but yeah, they that's shot him the to scary. Death. And like, yeah, maybe they would have had him stand up straight. But like after like 20 years, it started to kind of fold. Yeah. And they're like, well, let's just leave. I don't feel like, you know, touching it, moving it. Everything about that is it's just very, I think the scarier thing, maybe when you're a kid, you wouldn't consciously realize this. But the scarier thing is seeing evidence of people having a complete disregard for human life. That's the mm-hmm. scarier thing. And just like, you know, but he looks scary to an eight-year-old or however old these kids were. So. It's kind of like the original, like, Santa Claus. Like, was it like Krampus or whatever? Or was, yeah. Was Krampus same. isn't the original Santa Claus. Well, not the original, but one, yeah. but one of the He was the Thailand versions. serial killer version yeah. of Santa yeah. Claus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Krampus is definitely part of that whole folklore. Say, yeah, like, be a good kid or else Santa will fuck you up. <laughs> the evil Santa's coming. <laughs> Look, if I saw Santa's corpse under a glass case lying all like <laughs> weird, then I'd be scared. Like, look, kids, Santa's a cannibal. Here's his body. Comes back to life one time. Santa's every a year. Wendigo. That's why he's been living oh, yeah, so long. That's a creepy, uh, yeah. uh, you know, mythological Premise, yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They turn into monsters because of their habit of eating and cannibalism mm-hmm. and shit and like that. They become shapeshifters. Oh, no, yeah. I just want to watch Supernatural. Only seasons one through five, not the rest of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely goes downhill yeah you haven't seen it have you no no all right well yeah i think we we got super serious there which is unexpected but especially for me every now and then like every like every 10 episodes i have a tirade yeah yes we fucking got him i know we got him we got him on tape most of the time i'm just sitting in the background making dick jokes and yeah, know. but this time the article made the dick joke. <laughs> but I'm not that. trying to. T- I'm not trying to tell dick jokes to eight year olds. How do you difference. know eight year olds don't listen to this? Well, yeah, that, if, then if, if, if yo, if you're letting your eight year old listen to this podcast, well, if you're, you're a, fucking a idiot. parent letting your kid watch this Danish cartoon, it's your fault. Yeah, you're also a fucking idiot for either one of those. If you're yeah. letting your eight year old listen to this, what the fuck? If you're letting your eight year old watch that shit, what the fuck? I'm gonna blow your mind. What if the creator of this Danish cartoon was an eight year old? We what? didn't. We don't know how old they are. We don't even have a name. We just have the company. That would make more sense because that's a kid trying to figure shit out and thinking really stupid fucking shit, like using whatever an eight-year-old's maturity level is yeah, with it, which like, is zero. That yeah. may, like if that was created by an eight-year-old, it would be way more forgivable because like that's a very immature take on genitalia. It is pretty immature. And so that's the thing. If you're using that to create a mature take on genitalia, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> And on that note, I think it's time to bring our our centurion episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So is this a season finale or is this a series finale? Oh no, this is just a season finale. And we're just just getting back. We're just getting warmed up. Yeah. This is our first uh, day of podcasting in twenty twenty one. March ish, February, April. No, no, it was was during the pandemic. It must have been June or July. It's been like six, seven, eight months since we last got together. So fuck, I'll look right now, dude. Yeah. The, the wheels have been greased. They're turning. We're going to mm-hmm. keep it going. A lot of people actually have been mentioning to me like, hey, it's been a while since I you know. guys have published some new episodes. So well. finally, here's some new episodes to bring in 2021. July 22nd was our last published. Oh, dang. July 22nd. And now it's January 23rd. Whoa. By the way, we're in a palindrome week. As, as, you know, oh the way the God. U.S. writes states. Uh-huh. The, you know, the, the month and then the day and the year. Backwards, same. Oh, dang. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what day it is then. It's one, two, three, two, one. Or maybe I know it twice. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, two, one, forwards and backwards. Yes. Suck it. And on that note, for the last time, <laughs> thank you for listening to all 100 of our episodes. Don't listen to the first one. It's crap. Listen to the, the last 99. They're the best. Uh, this has been uh, Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, Reno Gorman. Nina Boyd. And their producer, Mike. Good night.